Welcome back to the Daily Hype Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pollard, and every week I am bringing you five episodes to help you up-level your life, grow your business, if that's for you, and see the world a little bit differently. We are so happy to have you here, so let's get this started, shall we? All right, we are back with another AMA episode, another Ask Me Anything. Periodically, I will ask my Instagram audience if they have any roadblocks in their business, and they don't know that these turn into podcast episodes, Um, but nonetheless, here we are. So this is for you. Um, There were three questions that I definitely want to get to today. A couple of the questions actually were overlapping each other, so... This will definitely get to some people um, who are really asking for this. So the first question is, where do I find more leads? The second question is, what is the right freebie for a larger offer? And the third question was a little bit, um, was just asking a little bit more about the proper onboarding process for a new client. So um, where to find more leads? Now, this is always a really interesting question because it typically comes from somebody who isn't showing up on Instagram, who isn't putting time into really producing thoughtful copy on their website, who is typically not really focusing their energy on you know, the pricing psychology of their offers, the marketing, the messaging, not all the time. Sometimes the person with the really well-oiled machine is still also looking for new leads. But the, the, my problem with the question tends to lie, and I will end up an- answering the question, but before I answer the question, I want to ask you if you're taking care of the ones you have. Do you have a lead tracker? Are you tracking what email segment they are in? Are you using email segments? Um, are you tracking the temperature of their interest with you? what they've purchased, what their total investment in you has been over time, what they have bought, how much that has costed over time. For instance, you should know that, you know, Alice Susie has spent $750 with you over the span of six months because she joined your email sequence on, you know, December 5th and She's part of this email segment and this email segment, and that $750 was spread over these three courses. Do you know anything about your current audience? Because if you don't know about your current audience, and if you're not talking to your current audience in the DMs, in captions, in any sort of capacity where they have access to you, if you're not sending them nurturing emails, if you're not um, creating really good, helpful content, why do you want more? You don't treat the ones you have well, right? The way that I kind of see it is that if you're asking me where can I find more leads and you're not taking care of the people in your community that are potential leads, that are potential purchasers of your services, of your products, you're basically hosting a really big dinner party and everyone is so excited to be there and they're excited to see what you've you know cooked up and they feel excited, they put time on their calendar and you're sitting there saying, ugh, I'm... You know, I think I'm just going to invite a few more people, if you don't mind. I'm just going to, like, invite some more people to come hang out. And it's like, wait, I mean, hi, I'm, I'm here. 
hello. <laughs> like, I thought I was enough to be here at dinner. Now you want more people? So that's kind of like the feel that you're putting out there. What I often challenge people with is, can you tell me the names of 35 people who follow you that you don't know in your personal life? Can you tell me what jobs they have? Can you tell me what the roadblocks are in their business? And if you cannot tell me 35 people that you speak to in the DMs, in comments often, in replies to your email, in some capacity, then you aren't deserving of more leads. You don't take care of the ones you have. I can easily name off a hundred people that I speak to often in the DMs that maybe won't ever purchase from me, but that's okay, who are supporters of my business, who are um, not people that I know in my personal life. And that is who I care to nurture because they will tell people about me. I got a client who will turn out to be probably about a $50,000 client in my business over the span of the next year in the different ways that we plan to work together because someone in my audience put my name in a question box on her Instagram story of who to hire to blow up her business. So that's my question. Are you deserving of more leads? Are you taking care of the ones you have? Now, some of you can say yes. Some of you can say, absolutely, I know them, I know what they need, and I'm not necessarily looking to find tons of new people interested in my service, but new ones here and there could help. Now, I would always be curious maybe what your freebie is, because a lot of times if you have a freebie, the freebie that you can offer can generate people into your email list, and then those email list subscribers will always follow you on Instagram. Maybe not always, but it's pretty likely. So if you have this incredible freebie that is going out into the world and you're saying, hey, by the way, get my freebie, get this freebie, get this freebie, your email list is going to grow and your Instagram followers are going to grow. Are you utilizing Pinterest? Are you utilizing Facebook groups? And is your freebie really fucking good? Because I'm telling you what, if you're going to sit here and say, I have, I have a freebie so that people join my email list, I bet you it's some dumb shit like journal prompts. If I hear journal prompts one more time as a freebie, I'll hurl myself off of the closest ledge, okay? So not, I'm not kidding. Or, oh, I'm not serious. Spoiler. What I really mean, though, is that... Um, I got distracted because I made an off-color jo- joke. Okay, so my, my point is, though, your freebie, if you want your freebie to fucking work for you, your freebie has to be painful not to sell it. It has to be like, oh, I could be making such good money if I just pay, charged for this, right? That freebie has to be like, you are getting literal goodness from me that other people charge for, that I should be charging for. And maybe you take it off as a freebie sometime and you put it back on your website as something that you sell and something that you sell goes back to being a freebie. You can cycle things in and out, right? But the thing is, is that if you go into something saying, what is something I can make so watered down that I can make it a freebie? No, 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 no. 
we see through that. Hey, do you want the top three things that you should never say in an email list? No, I don't. Give me something good. 10 email subject lines that will guarantee an open. Okay, let's go. Because then I can activate that right now, right? What everybody is wrong about when it comes to Facebook ads and exactly how to fix it. How to install a Facebook pixel. Here's a free Instagram links template, right? Here is the exact way that I construct a launch in very vague terms. Because of course they got to buy the goods, right? So test your freebie. And if it doesn't work, if you're like, well, that one didn't work. So then I made, no, 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 no. It will work. You just got to tweak it, right? Change maybe some of the messaging around it. Change how you're talking about it. Dude, there's some shit that I posted in Facebook groups that gets zilch. Nada, nothing. Zero comments, zero likes, zero email subscribers. I'll put the same text in the same same Facebook group not even that longer after, and I'll get 30 email signups within an hour, 60 email signups in a day, 180 signups in a week from this one Facebook post, right? So be consistent. I always say to somebody, if you're telling me something doesn't work, you better have tried every single thing you possibly could think of to make it work for three months. Otherwise, it just didn't work the first time, and it's not probably going to. And if it does, that's a gamble. You know, so I know that's probably a backwards question where do you find more leads, but my answer really is make a fucking sick freebie and pimp it out to Pinterest and pimp it out to Facebook groups. And if you're on LinkedIn, write a lot. What you need is a really good top of funnel. If you are in anything creative, you better pour your soul into your social media. If you are doing something writing or um, any sort of like verbiage something, offer some sort of freebie so that they can take your words. A lot of people have a hard time writing and if you give them that motivation, they're going to be really grateful for that and they're going to come back to you when they're ready to spend. If you're doing anything analytical, you should probably be educating people, giving them information so they see how deep and how vast the information is that you have. And take freaking care of your community. I don't care if you have 100 people. You should care way more about knowing those 100 inside and out than getting another 100. Because you threw a party and there's people there and you deserve to go around to. They deserve you to come around and say hi to them. To greet them. Ask them if they can have a water. Da-da-da-da-da. The analogy goes on, right? So take care of your people. The second question was, what is the right freebie for larger offers? Well, we kind of scratched the surface there. The best freebie for a larger offer is actually the larger offer in the smallest way you can give it. For instance, Square One Accelerator goes over what I call the big six. You'll see me talk about the big six. My old website went to town talking about the big six. It's basically the six strategies that I think you need in your business. I have an entire podcast episode dedicated to the big six. You can listen to it. It's a really fucking good one. And now what I would recommend that you do, oh, sorry, I got off track. With Square One Accelerator, it follows the big six. We go over every single one of these six strategies. Now, a good freebie for Square One Accelerator wouldn't be you know, something that I just decided to do. 
you know, take the framework that you use and make that your freebie. So for me, it could be the six strategies you need in your business and three steps to take for each of them. Because here's the funny thing about free things, folks. One of two things happen. One, either the free thing that you give them is so good and they are such a DIY person that you answered their question, in which case, success. You served your people, right? In my opinion and in my business, we think about my Instagram followers as clients. They're not paying clients, but they're clients and they deserve strategy. They deserve insight. If you're listening and you're part of my Instagram community, I want you to know we really think about you guys as clients of ours. One day you may be paying clients, but even if you don't pay me a dollar, I have to show up for you and serve you as if you were a paying client because you're here and you're supporting me. And some people are good enough DIYers. They're like, just give me the answers, man. Cool. There you go. Run with it, bullseye. Enjoy, right? I'm happy to serve somebody, even if in a free capacity. I'm not losing a sale there. That person is never going to pay me for my services. They're good, right? Now, on the other hand, somebody might say, I'm going to see if I can DIY this. They download my information where I say, this is everything you have to do. And they realize they're not ready to DIY that. In which case, they may consume a little bit more of my material. They may scope out my website for the next couple months. And they will come back to me to purchase because they already trust what I've put out there. And they've already decided that since I am an expert in my field, and since they now see how much I know because my freebie didn't suck, and since they did get answers, they realize those answers aren't going to move them forward because they don't have the skill set to actually make it happen. It's one of those moments where they're like, oh, fuck, this is like way more in-depth than I thought it was, you know? So the right freebie for your larger offer is basically like a watered-down version of it, but not like a throwaway piece of information. A really bad one for Square One Accelerator would be like five ways you can tell you that you're ready to start an online business. Uh, they know, right? They want answers. So what answers do I give in Square One Accelerator? I say, these are the six strategies and I go way in depth. I mean, hours of information on each of these six strategies, right? But I'm not going to give that much information. I may give checklist kind of information where I say these are the six strategies. Here are the three to 10 things for each of these six that you really need to figure out, right? So that way, one, when someone enters into that email segment, and of course I have a group set up to tag them that now they are part of that email segment, I'm going to know, okay, so that person could potentially be interested in Square One Accelerator, Right? Maybe there's an automation behind it where they get more information about Square One Accelerator. Maybe if I'm feeling fancy, one day I'll send an email about Square One Accelerator to just that email segment. I have over 100 email segments and I send one-off emails to even email segments that have 10 people sometimes. Because I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to give them, I'm just going to give them 50% off today. Why not? I'm feeling crazy, you know? So it's something like fun like that that I like to do. Um, so that's what I would do. I would not expect you to say, okay, I have a freebie about 
how to set up a Facebook pixel. And then they're going to get on my email list. And then I'm going to, you know, convince them or show them why they should invest in me. Because although my ad was about Facebook pixels, aka Facebook ads, I'm going to actually show them all the things that I'm really good at with writing sales page copy. They don't equate. It's not the same person. They don't have the same wants. They don't have the same needs. You can't sell to them with the same language. Make your freebies a really detached, really watered down version of your most expensive services. Okay. The last question is a little bit about how to onboard clients. What is a proper onboarding sequence? Now, I was just talking about this with my membership members. Um, I have a membership that I like to keep really small if I can for Square One alum or for entrepreneurs who are really serious about taking their business to the next level, but don't really want to make a massive investment right now. And so we were actually talking about onboarding sequences today. And I mentioned to them that I'm not the kind of person who loves a one-stop shop of software. I'm not someone who loves to have all of my things in one place. And the reason for that is because your girl's not a shampoo and conditioner in one bottle kind of girl, you know? I want my shampoo to be my shampoo and I want my conditioner to be my conditioner, you know? How are you good at one thing if you're doing both of these things at the same time, you know? Like, are you really cleaning my hair? And the point here is that I kind of MacGyver the system. So I could answer this the way that I do it, but I'm not going to because I don't necessarily recommend it this way. I'm super techie. I can throw this stuff together behind the scenes pretty quick. Um, so I'm not going to like give you the boiled down version as to like how I have this zapping into this, zapping into this, zapping into this, because your girl's crazy. Okay. She's crazy when it comes to technology and software. My team hates me for it. And to be honest, I should probably hate myself for it. My point is, this is going to be the onboarding process I'm going to give you. Yes, I'm going to recommend you do this in Dubsado. Yes, you could probably do something similar in HoneyBook. I don't think the functionality in HoneyBook is as great as Dubsado. I also think it's like a little bit more confusing for the consumer. Um, but that's just me personally. I cannot recommend enough having a CRM platform though. I'm really, really, really glad that 90% of my onboarding process is in Dubsado. Um, the rest of it is in Acuity and Slack and Trello, but I'm going to give you the full onboarding process in Dubsado. So what I do in Dubsado is that I have, or what I would do is have a form that you fill out. That's like a lead capture form. And what you're going to do is say, you know, Hey, here is all the information I need from you. What's your name? What's your email? What stage of business are you in? What's the biggest frustration in your business? What kind of budget are you looking at? How quickly do you need this problem solved? Really good intake form questions, right? And that form will lead into Dubsado. It is made by Dubsado. You can do this in the templates of Dubsado. Then that person is prompted to book a call through the call scheduler. I think the call scheduler in Dubsado doesn't make any sense. So I have moved off of it and I use Acuity. That doesn't mean that you have to. I probably could have spent the extra 10 minutes to learn it and I didn't. So what I would do is I would have them schedule a call through Dubsado, a discovery call so they can learn more about your services. And now you have the intake form where you can like truly come to the call knowing what they need from you. A pro tip, I don't like to tell people this for free, 
I actually can't believe I'm telling you this. This is seriously one of my hidden talent, my hidden things is that, and you might think that this is like not a big deal. I assure you that it's like a really good little tip is that on the intake form, I would ask them what they need and I would ask them, uh, I would have like check boxes of all these different problems that you could potentially solve. For instance, I mentioned things like product suite. I mentioned things like branding. I mentioned things like, uh, planning your next 12 months, a launch strategy, all of these different things, right? I also have on there uh, search engine optimization, Instagram audits, and website audits. Now, I don't want people to come to me for those things. I don't know enough about search engine optimization. I don't know enough about, or I don't love, I, I should say I hate doing Instagram audits. I don't track my Instagram analytics. I don't give a fuck about my Instagram analytics. And I my website, a website audit, I just like don't feel like I know technically what a good website should be. I know what I, the bare bones of it should be, but I also am like, maybe go somewhere else for that. Now, I would include some things that you also don't do on that checkbox intake form. The reason for that is because if someone joins the call and you're like, well, these three things are things I actually don't do, I can either refer you somewhere or let me tell you the services I do provide in case you need that, right? Um, so they fill out the form you get on a call. It's either yes or no. If it's a yes, you apply a workflow. And this is where I'll get super specific because this is what I do. When you activate, uh, when you apply a workflow, the first thing you should do is activate a portal. That way you don't have to manually do it. I want to tag with the kind of service that they offered or that they opted into. I have a blank contract uh, with placeholders for the scope of work and a placeholder for the payment schedule already in Dubsado. So I don't have 900,000 contracts floating around the place. And I, okay, so first activate the portal. Second thing is apply the tags. And then the next thing in the workflow is I have an invoice attached based on whatever they selected. That way the scope of work is in the invoice and the payment schedule is in the invoice. Those things automatically go in the contract and both of those things get applied to the portal. Then they get an email right away that says, welcome to Team AP Services. Here's a little bit more about us. Click here to access your portal. Inside the portal, you will get a contract, which you can sign. When the contract is signed, the invoice will be made available to pay. Pro tip, you actually should make sure to get payment always after the contract is signed, I believe, and I'm not an expert or a lawyer. I believe a contract is null and void if they haven't signed it before they paid. Just so you know. Okay. Anyway, so here's the portal link. Inside you'll find the contract and the invoice. Um, I also attach an onboarding packet so that they get a little bit of a gift. There are some like really cute little surprises inside of the onboarding packet, which are really special and my proprietary technique. And then um, once the contract is signed and the invoice or first payment of the invoice are paid, they will get an email that says, great, all of our T's are crossed, our I's are dotted, we're ready to hit the road. Here's a link to book your first call. Great. Then they have a call set up, a to-do list is activated. The next thing in the workflow would say create to-do and Carly, my assistant, gets an update. Hey, can you make a Trello board for insert name here and this is the project, insert project here, starting date, insert date here and can you open up a Slack channel two days before insert date here so that two days before the start date, they now have a Slack channel and they have a Trello board set up completely for their business for their project that we are working on together because I have Trello board templates for every single project that I run. 
So if you join a mini strategy sprint, I have a mini strategy sprint Trello board. If you have a strategy sprint, I have a regular strategy sprint Trello board and so on and so forth. So that is all said and done two days before the first call. Hey, see you in two days. Do you have any questions? Let me know. And then we kind of are like in session. We're working at this point. We don't really, we have, you know, back and forth kind of just like one-on-one, not with that, not within the portal. And then two weeks after the, or one week after the end date that I put in Dubsado for like how long we're working together, they will get an email that says, by the way, thank you again for being a part of this service, for contributing to Team AP and our growth. We are so honored to be a part of your journey. You can't, you know, it, I can't tell you enough how much it means to me to be working with such smart, incredible women. And I'm really proud to have you on my roster. All of which I truly mean. I don't really like to take on clients that I don't feel like I, I can back that statement up with. Okay, so they get that email. Inside that email, there is a link to provide a public testimonial, which means it goes on my website. I can use your picture. I can say that you said it, everything. They also get a link, and this is something not a lot of people do because their egos get like shattered because they're like literally as thin as a piece of paper. Work on your ego if you want to be an entrepreneur because like, come on, that shit is like tough. So I also offer an anonymous feedback form. This is basically a totally anonymous form that says like, what could have been improved? Was there any part of this that you wish was different that you didn't have a chance to say to us? If you were to change two things about the service, what would they be? And that's an important one to ask because sometimes people are like, I don't want to say anything bad, but I'm kind of forcing them to. I'm saying, what two things would you change? And honestly, it hurts my feelings every single time. But you know what happens right after is that they're always motherfucking right. Every single time. Well, I think that you could have, somebody told me once that I read off of my slides in an intensive that I did and that they were too wordy and it got distracting and it was hard to follow. And I got super offended. I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm trying to give you information. I give you more information than you need. And if you can't pay attention, then that's not my problem. And then when I settle down, because I'm an Aries, fire sign. (laughs) When I calmed down, I realized, fuck, he's so right. Like, that person was completely accurate. My slides are so wordy. And that is a way that I can present better. That is a way that I can amplify this... um, What's the word I'm trying to come up with here? Um, this skill set, right? I could be a better presenter if I had bullet points. It did require me to really prep way more. It required me to really get ready instead of just like write out the slides and show up and read off of it. And fucking good for him, dude. Like he made me be better at my job. So it always hurts. And unfortunately, they're always right. Um, I love Dubsado. I love the fact that I can see the invoices uh, that are outstanding. For instance, I can see the tens of thousands of outstanding invoices that are owed to me, but I can also put payment reminders automatically. So I know that those will actually get paid because there's automated reminders to say, hey, by the way, this is due tomorrow. This is due in two days. This is one day past due. This is five days past due, whatever it is, right? It's also really great because Um, It's a really great way to kind of like create a beautiful client experience. Everybody who goes through my client experience, my customer journey, whatever the fuck you want to call it, my onboarding process, 
they say, this is such a beautiful experience. This feels so nice. This feels like I'm really being welcomed into a professional service. This is just exactly the kind of thing I was looking for. Um, you know, you make me want to have an onboarding process like this. And those things make me feel really good. You know, I did a lot to really put time into my onboarding process and add really nice luxury touches that people are kind of like unexpected and, um, adding some really nice moments. The contracts are great. They do a really good job of really just making it super, super, super easy to understand. Um, the good thing also is that we have a, an affiliate code to share with you. So if you're interested, if you're interested in giving Dubsado a shot, um, I wasn't going to do this. This is uh, this episode is like not here for Dubsado. But while I was talking, I was like, wait, someone's going to be interested. Let me just pull up the link and I'll go ahead and put these in the show notes. If you do sign up for Dubsado, the code is Ashley, A-S-H-L-I. Um, sometimes it will ask for like, you know, what the code is if somebody was like, you know, recommending you. I also think you get a discount if you use the code, which is even better because like, why not? Right. Um, so yeah, I think that covers all of it. You know, we went through the freebies that you should have in your business so that you can sell your high ticket or larger offers. We went through the onboarding process that I use in Dubsado, my favorite software that I use, my, uh, let's say my top five favorite softwares. If I were to rank them, Acuity is number one. Holy shit. I love Acuity. No, that's not true. Airtable is number one. I would make out with Airtable if it was a living being. Next would be Acuity, then Dubsado, then Slack, and then Loom. That's probably the hierarchy of how I use my software too, to be honest. Um, and then we talked about where to find more leads, but what we really talked about was like, take care of the people you have in your community first, because what you're putting out into the universe is that you want more when you have something. And if you show the universe and if you show yourself and if you show your audience, I'm going to take care of you guys and fuck the rest. They're going to speak on your behalf. They're going to go get more for you. Um, so I hope that this is helpful. I love doing these AMA episodes. We're almost done with season two. So this is actually the last AMA that we will be doing. Uh, the next two weeks we have really incredible guests joining us. I might be able to squeeze in one more AMA. Um, so keep your eyes peeled because your question can be answered next and can't wait to, uh, see you on Monday. Hope you have a great day. And that's a wrap on the Daily Hype podcast for today. I hope that you enjoy this and I hope you come back for more. Thank you guys so much, by the way, for the reviews. That is so big for a podcast. And listen, if you're not reviewing, at least you're sharing this with your friends. You're telling me that you love this. You're putting this on Instagram. It means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time.